Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Dr. Amankor, and each week we will bring you an important message as we explore how to detox toxic relationships. The aim of this podcast is for you to unlock your own inner knowing, your own inner greatness, so you can know how to heal from the impact of a toxic relationship, so you can get back on track and live your best life. After all, we are all worthy of loving our life. Okay, so today we are looking at something really important. We're looking at, you know, healing the brain after narcissistic abuse. Look, so many of you would have been in a situation where you've been love bombed and you feel so lucky you you know initially when you meet a narcissist or a psychopath you know you feel like the luckiest person in the world you feel like wow this is incredible I I you know I've lucked out you know this is too good to be true well you know when you find out later it is and then they start denigrating you with jokes you know they start having digs at you. And then before you know it, they're swearing at you and abusing you and controlling you in all areas of your life. Look, it's so hard to logically to understand what's going on after narcissistic or psychopathic abuse, because the logical part of the brain has been impacted. And we're really going to go into this It's so, you know, when you break up with a narcissist or a psychopath, part of you is like relieved. It's like, thank goodness, this is over. I'm over. But emotionally, you can't seem to be able to let go. You can't seem to be able to move forward. Sometimes people actually want to get back with that person. They want to try to get back with that person. And then the, the whole situation happens again. And what, you know, what I really want to do is help people that have survived this phase understand how narcissists actually or psychopaths actually change our brains. So if you have been in a psychopathic relationship or a narcissistic relationship, it will change your brain. Whether it's the fact that, you know, it's your boss it's someone in your team, it's a friend, it's a parent, it's a relationship, a romantic relationship, whoever it is, overall, all our experiences change our brain. Our brain is very changeable. It's like plastic. That's where neuroplasticity, the term comes from. Because neural pathways are activated different neural pathways are created from being with a narcissist. And what neural pathways are, are basically pathways that create our behavior. They actually create our actions. So, you know, if you procrastinate, it's because there's a neural pathway that has been activated where even though you want to do something, you can't seem to be able to do it. You can't get yourself to do it. And what happens when you've been with, so all experiences change our brain, right? But we really need to look and be honest. How has our brain changed from this experience with a narcissist? Because so many of my clients say that 
you know, um, I, I can't seem to find myself. I just want to find myself again. I'm not the same person I used to be. And they really believe that they can't have the things that they wanted before. They've changed. Their thinking's changed. And they actually have trauma pathways now. See, this is really important. When we've been around someone that we don't feel completely safe around, right? And that's the truth. When you're around a psychopath, your brain actually does whatever it needs to do or a narcissist to keep you safe. It is trying to keep you safe. And sometimes you end up blaming yourself by saying, why is it that I can't move forward? Why is it that I stayed in that relationship for as long as I did? Why is it that I put up with all that nonsense? I'm actually a really strong person, but yet I'm clever or whatever it is that you might be, that you might be thinking, why did I do this? It's because, you know, you, you've created different neural pathways and your neural pathways that were created were there to created to keep you safe. And when you're, you've got trauma, trauma is basically saying, you know, you're not safe, I'm going to have to keep you safe, and you're going to be highly triggered all the time. And um, you're, and the other thing with um, being around narcissists and psychopaths are that you don't, you've, you're unable to process how you feel. This is so important. If you can write this down, please write this down. You're unable to process how you feel about the whole thing. And that's why feelings become really overwhelming because you get triggered, because you can't process those emotions. You can't process how you feel. Let's break it down, right? If you're with someone who you love, a friend, you know, family member, um, you know, um, a good boss, you feel safe. You feel like, you know, you're safe to actually have your needs met and you can do whatever you need to do to be the greatest version of yourself in that relationship. But if you're with a narcissist, you feel unsafe. And the brain is basically doing, as I said, whatever it needs to do to keep you safe. If it detects threats, it will just go into flight, fright, freeze, appease mode. Remember, you might have been appeasing because and walking on eggshells because that was the best thing you could do when you're trying to keep safe. Please don't have a go at yourself because you're thinking, why am I putting up with this nonsense? Why am I allowing these people to kind of bully me? You're appeasing these people. Don't think you're weak. It's your brain reacting to the threat and that's a response at that moment that kept you safe. It's actually, okay, please, <laughs> it's the right thing you did. So please be aware why, where it comes from and why you did what you did. You know, so please don't question why did I stay? What's wrong with me? Why did I keep making excuses? Why was I trying to make the relationship better? What was wrong with me? There's nothing wrong with you. It's basically your brain that's keeping you safe. Now, I really want to go into trauma bonding. The brain has a mechanism that helps us bond to people. 
right? So imagine the love bombing phase. This is really key. You got bonded with this person on a really deep level, right? That's the truth. Whoever it is, they bonded with you in a really deep level. Don't forget that. Right at the beginning, there was a really deep bond. And when what happens is, even though the brain is sensing there's a threat, it's still bonded with that person. Hence why the trauma bond is so difficult to actually unpick and um, detangle from. Because what's happening is that your brain has bonded with the person, but is also... um, has it intermingled with it a threat system like it's this is threatening so you have to create all these you know um fight flight freeze appease walking on eggshell response so both of these bonds are created at the same and these are activated and intermingled which is very unusual normally that isn't in these bonds aren't intermingled when you're not dealing with a narcissist or a psychopath these bonds are not intermingled. So that is why when you have these bonds together, it's a very confused state. You feel like you've got the foggy head, you can't think straight. Plus, you're in flight, flight, freeze mode as well. So you feel afraid of this person. They are threatening. Uh, They can be critical, nasty, sarcastic. You just feel on edge. You're not sure what's going to happen. But because at the beginning, they connected with us, we bonded with them. And that's what normal people do. You're a normal person. You bonded with the person. So it's it's kind of like, imagine it like you're holding hands and it's hard to let go. So, you know, that's why you do, you know, in relationships like this, we do rationalize, we do make excuses, we do try harder, we find it hard to let go of the people that aren't good for us you know, um, there's still a level of loyalty there, you know, so sometimes there is a, but because the brain is plastic, you can change and remold it. So you anyone can heal. But remember, the, the difference between you and a narcissist or a psychopath is that they don't bond with people in the same way that we bond with people. So, you know, they they then know that they can keep their victims, they can keep going back to their victims, even though they're not bonded with them. Um, you know, they, they know that they don't have to meet your needs afterwards, that they can actually, well, they probably don't even know, but they can see that they can keep going back and, and doing that. This is why it's so important for people to actually invest in healing. If you've been in a narcissistic or a toxic relationship or a psychopathic relationship, you listening to, you know, uh, videos or watching videos or podcasts or learning about narcissism or reading books, is probably not going to change your brain, the neuro neural pathways. You actually need trauma healing. Most toxic relationships, if you've been in with a narcissist or a psychopath, they would have impacted your brain. Hence why you don't feel like you you can be yourself. And you have to heal your brain. 
And, you know, this can be done with um, being around other healthy people. So the more you can spend time around other healthy people where you feel safe and you can release an, an amazing hormone called oxytocin, which is all about love, you start to heal your brain. But also you need to actively heal the trauma so that you can release the trauma so you can move forward. Even though you don't believe you can do it, you, you really need to do it. And that's why, you know, people say that it's best to um, distance yourself from a narcissist or a psychopath, which, you know, because, you know, being around healthy brains, we regulate, but being around narcissists or psychopaths, we dysregulate our brain. So basically being around these type of people, our brain gets thrown off. I know this sounds crazy, but it's true. So a victim of abuse, you might feel um, guilty about setting boundaries and seeing what the truth is. And learning about the disorder a little bit helps, right? Um, but don't spend years learning about narcissism, because then you're not focusing on healing yourself. You have to shift the focus on you. If you don't heal and you don't know it's okay to heal, you will end up getting sick physically because you know your brain at the end of the day is in control of your body. And you can tell that when your, you know, your brain is being triggered, your body is reacting with a high level stress, right? You, you can feel it in your body when you're getting triggered. Maybe your chest, you can feel it in your chest. Maybe you feel it in your stomach. You might feel it or you might even have panic attacks. Whatever it might be, you will feel it in your body. Those neural pathways that have been set up in your brain, new ways of thinking, new ways of being, they impact your body. And eventually people do pay the price. You know, the truth is your brain is impacted and you want to create, you know, you want to change your brain. You want to change the neural pathways. You want to change your mindset, right? So that you are confident. You will have friendships. You have good relationships. You can see the confidence at work in parenting because the truth is when you've been with a narcissist or a psychopath it actually has impacted all areas of your life you know it you, it definitely impacts your self-esteem and self-esteem impacts all areas of your life and it impacts your nervous system and you know you don't want to get sick you don't want to physically get sick you have to get to a point of accepting that Unfortunately, these people have a disorder and you cannot change them, nor can you get everyone to accept that they have this disorder because they put a show on for people. And, you know, but the truth is that the more time you spend with these people, it impacts you. You get sick. Toxic relationships mean that you're getting sick. Don't wait until you get sick physically to do something about it. It's not solely an educational thing. Just having information isn't enough. If you look at your situation, time will not heal the neural pathways. You have to actively create new neural pathways in your brain to shift and get yourself back, realizing that this person's not safe for me. And the key is, 
to know that once you've healed yourself, you will know how to focus on following your intuition. If you really do the inner work and you go, from now on, I am never getting disconnected to how I feel. Then the next time you meet a narcissist or a psychopath, you'll know, I don't feel good around this person. Because if you do some real good trauma work and you're with a good therapist, you'll learn that the most important thing you should do when you're around people is to be always connected to yourself. Don't focus on other people, what they want and everything fully. You want to be connected to yourself, your intuition. How do you feel? How does this person make you feel? How does my body feel? What is my brain saying? Is it saying I'm scared, I'm uneasy? Instead of judging yourself that, oh, why am I feeling like this? Just note that, oh, you know what? I don't feel that safe around this person, even though they look like the friendliest person ever, they've got the best smile, just follow your intuition. Having education is not the same as being aware of of the impact of you, your body, your life, and having awareness. This is bad for me because your needs need to be met, your health, your body, your emotional well-being. You don't want to take that for granted. You've taken it for granted for way too long. People around you will not understand how bad this person is for you, right? But you need to, you need to start picking up and noticing that, you know, certain people, you can sense that this person is going to chip away at your self-worth, self-esteem, just being in their presence. Don't allow your focus to become them and not you. To heal the focus needs to become you. You need to start focusing on yourself, rebuilding self-love, self-esteem, remembering who you are. Look, it's really important as well. If you don't feel comfortable and you're not seeing a change going to see a counsellor, then, you know, stop going. Listen to yourself. If it's not working, stop going actually find someone that deals with the trauma of being with a narcissistic abusive relationship. Normally, we start being, you know, really logical um, about things rather than connecting with our logic and our emotions at the same time. That's what makes us be really personable because we're feeling excited, we're feeling warm, we're feeling connected to people. And, you know, that's what allows you to you be you fully, you know, to really feel like you're being your authentic self when you can express your emotions and your logic together. And that's when you start having fun in your life. So what I'm trying to get across here is it's not your fault if you've been in a narcissistic toxic relationship and you're finding it really hard to move forward. It's because it impacts us on such a deep level. It actually impacts your brain where you could be stuck in fight or flight for a really long time, where you've been traumatized. You won't naturally just heal yourself. You have to change the default modes in your brain so they go back to where they should be and start feeling like who you used to be. So 
yes, take a little bit of time to understand narcissism, what gaslighting is and the different behaviors, but don't get stuck in just learning all about narcissism because this is not where your healing is. Everything will just start to fall into place where you, when you start taking, when you start healing, you will start to feel empowered. You will start to feel amazing. You will start to have a purpose and a mission again. It will all come back. Trust me, it will. And when this happens, you will start listening to your body all the time. And you will start, you will then have all the tools that you need because you will be connected to your true self. And because the truth is, narcissists are always looking for relationships. And if you're a nice, loving, warm person, which I'm sure you are, you have to do the work to actually really connect with yourself so that you are able to listen to your own guidance system, your own inner knowing, so that when you meet someone who is a narcissist and you're in, you're in tune with trusting and believing in your intuition, you will not be vulnerable. You won't be vulnerable to getting into an abusive relationship again. So, you know, if you can always be aware of your intuition, you listening to it, you'll always be aware of the red flags. And once you've been with a narcissist or a psychopath, Yes, it is hard to get back to your real self, but if you can heal your trauma, you can do it. But when you do heal your trauma, you can pick yourself right up and healthy people, you know, are around and you can get into relationships again with healthy people, you know, friendships, you know, you can create new family um, if that's something, if you've got narcissists in your family, you can go into a job where you don't have a boss who's a narcissist or a psychopath. Because, you know, the truth is healthy people also can fall for narcissists. Um, and especially covert narcissists and psychopaths, they are incredible at what they do. But the most important thing is if you if something happens and you get a bad feeling, you know, okay, that's not okay. I'm not going to continue with this. And you, you, you know, you get yourself out of that situation. Um, so look, the most important thing is knowing the neural pathways control aspects of our behavior. So what we do is basically based on our, what our neural pathways are. So if you want to do something in your life, and you've got a neural pathway that says, no, that's not for me, that's for other people, I'm not good enough, all those kind of things, then you'll not do it. But if you can create the neural pathway that I can do this, I'm able to do this, I can, you know, and you really build your self-esteem and your confidence back up and you get back to yourself, that amazing self that you are then you can allow your brain to do what it does best, which is to protect and take care of you. Because that's all that the neural pathways are trying to do. They're trying to protect you and take care of you so that you can, you know, do the best that you can in your life. So, you know, the, the brain, it's not the brain's fault that it's created these neural pathways. They were for a, you to survive in a toxic relationship. Once you're out of the toxic relationship, you need to do some work to create some new neural pathways so you can thrive again. 
and be around healthy people, you know? So I really, really hope that helps you. You don't want to ever, ever lose connection with yourself. You want to make sure that you actually have trauma, um, trauma-informed therapy. And if you're interested in having trauma-informed therapy, then please do get in touch with me. Um, I do have, um, if you download my free guide, you can also book in a free session with myself, a free one-to-one session where I can tell you, um, and they're only for offer for a short period of time. So please, if you are hearing this and it's um, whilst I've done it, then it will be available. Then book your free session with me if you're interested in having um, or joining the Heal to Thrive program where you're serious about getting your brain back, getting your brain power back so that you can thrive and find yourself again and find your confidence self again, then come and join us so that I can help you. I've created this program where we do look at um, getting your brain back, getting you healed again, so that you can be the best version of yourself and you can thrive. Much, much love to you as always. 